Hello and welcome to Russell Investments Market Week in Review for the week ending May 19th, 2023. I'm Zoe Wargans. I am joined by our investment strategy analyst, Bei-Chen Lin. Thank you, Bei-Chen, for joining me today. Pleasure to be here, Zoe. Great. I always love having someone in person here with me. It's a much more fun experience. <laughs> so, could you get us started by talking about the um, inflation report out of Canada? Sure. So. One of the things that people were expecting with the April inflation report out of Canada was for the pace of year-over-year inflation to cool down. We didn't see that. Instead, we saw headline inflation in Canada increase year-over-year in April from the March pace as a result of higher gasoline prices. For anyone who had been planning a trip for Victoria Day, they probably realized how significant gas price increases can be. But here's the thing, though. When you look beyond the headline inflation data and you look at the core inflation measures, you look at the CPI trim, the CPI media, and the CPI common, the three core measures preferred by the Bank of Canada, those measures on a year-over-year basis actually slowed down in April compared to March. So it's important to realize that the trend towards inflation coming down back towards target, it's not a linear ramp. It's going to be a series of declines. Sometimes we might see a little bit of a spike up, but it's not going to be a linear process all the way down. Now, in terms of how market participants are interpreting this, what we saw is that market participants are now expecting that the Bank of Canada might have to deviate from its conditional pause sometime this year. They might potentially do another rate increase. From our perspective, though, one month is not sufficient data to make that determination. The Bank of Canada is going to be looking at a wide variety of data. And while it's true that there are some measures that show the economy is still quite resilient, for example, home prices in April rose by 1.6% month over month, there is still lots of time for the rest of the year for things in the economy to change. And so the Bank of Canada will be making those decisions very carefully. Their next meeting is in early June. And so we don't expect the Bank of Canada to raise rates at the next meeting. We expect that they could continue to stay on hold. But they will, of course, be data dependent. So that's why we need to monitor the data as it comes out. Of course, that makes complete sense. And that small sample size thing with the baseball season just starting, I, I hear it a lot. <laughs> so could you tell us a little bit about the data coming out of the U.S. this week? Sure. So in the U.S., we have a bit of a mixed bag of some of the data. On the positive side, retail sales rebounded in April compared to March. So in March, we had a month-over-month slowdown in retail sales. In April, we had a month-over-month increase in retail sales. So that's the good news. The bad news, though, is when you look at the manufacturing data points in the U.S., we continue to see weakness in that sector. You look at the Philly Fed survey, you look at the Empire State Manufacturing Survey, both of them are in contractionary territory. So the bottom line here is we are seeing mixed signals about the economy, and that's something that's important to remember is that in a textbook world, you might have a bunch of signals pointing in the same direction. That's not how real life works. Real life will give you an example where some signals are positive, some signals are negative, and you really have to parse through the entirety of the signals to try to understand what that data is telling you. From our perspective, we do still expect that the economy will slow down sometime in the next 12 to 18 months, and that the U.S. economy could potentially enter into a recession. But we do think that any potential recession in the U.S. would be more on the mild to moderate side. So we would advise investors that this is once again the time to stay calm, stay disciplined, not to panic. 
Always good advice. <laughs> Thanks, Beichen. Speaking of panicking, do you want to touch quickly on that debt ceiling that we've been hearing about so much in the news? So certainly if you look at what the S&P 500 is doing today, as of Thursday, May 18th, it seems that panic is not the signal being sent. We saw the S&P 500 up by nearly 1% today. There were some words out of Speaker McCarthy who indicated that he thought it's possible that a deal might be reached soon and perhaps as early as next week the House might be able to vote on a deal. Obviously with politics things can change very last minute so we'll need to keep an eye on the situation but again this is something that we think at the end of the day nobody whether they're Republican or Democrat wants the U.S. to default. We think that all politicians recognize the importance of preserving the full faith and credit of the United States and ultimately, we think that they will do the right thing. Good to hear. Thank you, Beichen, for your insights. And as always, for your advice, don't panic anybody. <laughs> Thanks all of you for joining us for another Market Week in Review. We hope to see you next week.